Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to another edition of PWC Connections, the podcast. We're back <laughs> in the bucket. I'll be one of your hosts. My name is Lamont Henson. Joining me, my co-host. I'm Courtney Lucas. Hey, Courtney. Hi, Lamont. How are you enjoying this Friday? I'm excited about this Friday. It feels like spring. Right. I love it. Yeah, we're getting some warmer weather. We're in March. And uh, some people may know, may not know, the third week of March is known as Fix a Leak Week. So that's an opportunity for uh, you to kind of track down some household leaks. And for people who may not know this, uh, annually, usually about one trillion, that's with a T, not a B, not an M, but with a TR, a trillion gallons of water are annually lost. And of course, that is going to cost customers money. So uh, the third week of March is dedicated to trying to find and fix leaks inside and outside of your home. That's going to save you valuable money all year long. We got two guests that have joined us from the uh, customer programs, conservation side of things. One will be Mr. Chad Gross. How you doing, Chad? Good afternoon. Chad. Chad is uh, one of our you know, favorite colleagues, as, as well as the our other guests. <laughs> for, now. for now. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, we're going to have some fun this episode. These are two of our favorite guys. Our other guests joining us, Mr. Gary Faircloth. How you doing, Gary? I'm fine, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Now, you guys have a lot of experience. If you would, just take a, a, a little brief second to tell us how long you've been with PwC and what do you do here? Uh, my name is Chad Groves. I've been with PwC going on 19 years. Wow. Um, I've worked in very different kind of areas. I uh, started off in construction, uh, ventured over to meter reading for a little while, and, you know, that actually turned into uh, field services. Okay. Did a stint in customer service. Um, I've been in customer programs for the last seven, eight years, um, basically uh, mainly focused on conservation stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Gary, uh-huh. come on, man. Share your story. <laughs> uh, Gary Faircloth, I've been here 31, almost 31 years. 31 uh, years. 30. Okay. So, so you've definitely seen a lot of evolution within the organization? Oh, yes. Yes, sir, I have. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I started in meter reading. Uh, I transferred from meter reading to field service. I stayed in field service for 21 years. And then I came to conservation, and that's where I've been since. So that pretty much covers it. Okay. So you guys are the ones that can give us some advice on what we're talking about today. We're talking about finding and fixing leaks, uh, checking for leaks. I mean, you guys have had to go out into the field. Tell us a little bit of some of the stuff you've seen and and some tips you can share with us. Well, we've pretty much seen it all, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Main 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 uh, source that we come to find as far as the leaks are toilets. Um, a lot of people don't realize kind of water gets wasted, you know, with a faulty toilet. Right. Um, could be a bad fuel valve, could be a bad flapper. Um, I always tell people at least check them once a year, possibly every six months, prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, you just see so many, many times we go out, we get these alerts from the smart meters, and we go out, customer can't figure out what's going on. Right. Like, have you checked the toilets? Yes, we checked the toilets. We don't hear anything running. We go out, you know, offer them some dye tablets, throw dye tablets in sometimes, wait 10, 15 minutes, you see the dye in the bowl. Okay. Flapper's bad. Um, in other cases, you know, we do that. Also, we give them the dye tablets. They'll check it. Nothing's wrong. You go out in the field valves, 
like the float's not going all the way up. So basically what it is, it's kicking the water on, off and on, probably every other half second or so. Right. So basically both of those are going to be impacted the bill tremendously. Now, now you you were touching on it, and he he's going fast. He he talked about the uh, the dye tablets. So, so if folks don't have dye tablets, another solution you can use is a uh, color dye. Yes, you, you drop that in the back Same of the bowl. Thing. And uh, th there are three F's that you try to look for whenever you're checking down toilet leaks. So we we try to package it up like this. So it's the the flapper, the fill valve, and the float. Okay. Yes. Okay. Which so, controls the fill valve, which gotcha. controls the water flow in the tank. Now. For uh, for folks who are listening to the podcast, another resource where you can get that same information, we have it on our YouTube channel, uh, and, and it's a demonstration of how you can look for the three Fs and kind of track it down. What are some other tips? Uh, what, what if it's like your faucet? Yeah, you want to take this? Yes, I will. Uh, what people do is they they actually leave their faucets on outside, and. Uh, They'll leave the end on and they'll leave the faucet on and the end's leaking. So there's where your water's going. You go out, you, you find it, you cut the spigot off, no more water usage. So the hoses will leak. Mm -hmm. The gaskets leak on the hoses. The gaskets also leak on the spigot going to the hose. So that's that's nine times out of ten. If you find one in the backyard, that's that's what it is. It's usually a hose they're not checking and it's they left it all by accident. Well, hitting on that too, Lamont, this time of year, they'll leave it on. And basically what happens is when it gets hot outside, yeah. it explodes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Then right. you have tens and tens and 20,000 gallons of water wasted over a weekend. That Around reminds the me of, um, I put a Coke, a can of Coke in the freezer one time and that happened. Yeah. It exploded. Is that kind of like the same philosophy? Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, in, in the wintertime too, it'll yeah. freeze mm -hmm. and it'll bust. So yeah. then you've got a major leak because the hose is just running water out of the end of the hose. So. So, so when you're replacing like the the washers and the gasket, is there a time period you should do it, or is there a, a like a sign that you can see and be like, okay, I know it needs to be replaced. I personally, I would replace them I, at least every six months. But when you use the the faucet or the hose, make sure you turn it off when you're done, mm. and that way you won't have to worry about it. Right. Because you know sometimes it happens and you don't see it. That's right. Yeah, I have to remind my wife of that often. I hope she listens to this episode because there's so many times when she's out watering the garden, she will just leave the the, the hose. Yeah, will not turn off the water, and I have to come home and see the water yeah. still running. And that happens more than you think. They'll they'll forget, and it'll it'll stay out there and run for two or three days. Right, because they don't you know they just don't notice it. So so going back inside the house, what about stuff like uh, your shower head? Is there a way of same thing? You're looking for the the washers and replacing yes. that, and exact same thing. Okay. And what about the connection between like the shower head and and, and the pipe itself? Like, uh, if you notice that it's leaking, is it one of those expensive things where you got to get a whole new shower head, or can it be replaced with maybe like pipe tape? Well, I've ran into both situations. I mean, sometimes it'll leak behind the wall, mm. uh, and that's that's when it runs into an issue. Uh, like a shower head, you can use pipe tape on it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, if it's leaking where the shower, the line hooks into the shower head, okay. it's usually behind the wall. Mm. And you'll, sometimes you won't notice it until it's, you know, we'll, we'll find it because it'll come up on our report, obviously. But so some of those things are sort of hard to find. So, so what about your irrigation? Irrigation. That is the monster of all monsters. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's your baby. It is. It is. Um, 
you know, you, you have people that don't winterize their things like they're supposed to each year, things of that nature. Come. Now, now, break that down. What is what is winterizing? Basically, you need to get all the water out of the system. Okay, there we um, go. Out of your backflow device and your system. Because, like, with the backflow device, it's got a lot of brass in it. Mm. Water stays in that brass, gets cold, freezes up, pow. As soon as you turn that system on, it's going to leak like crazy. Right. Um, what we run into a lot of times is, you know, when they fire the systems up in spring time, um, you got something leaking. Of course, they don't know. They may be gone the weekend. Um, you got your timer set on 10 minutes of zone, things like that. If you got a broken head, just runs and runs and runs, you know, during the weekend. You may not catch it till Monday morning. Right, or right. when we actually come out and say, hey, this popped up on our reports. You got something going on with your system. Um, and it could be under the ground. Yeah. It may not, you know, rise for several days. What Staying outside, what about folks with pools? Is that... Because I know that's a lot of water, and that may be one of the ones that's kind of sneaky and you don't catch it immediately also. Well, yeah. Um, with a lot of things with us, when we're under reports, we have no way of knowing mm, what they're filling right. for or not. I mean, usually we can go and research their account, kind of see what time of year they usually fill the pool, go call and get their adjustments, things like that. But, um, you know, we might pop up on a report on a Monday morning and say, hey, person used 25,000 gallons. Mm. I mean, you kind of seen it enough, you kind of know. So yeah. we'll give them a call. Hey, check out and see what's going on around your house, you know, or we'll go out. Right. A lot of times we'll probably go out and just leave a note on the house. We, we'll go around and look around a little bit. We still hose in the pool. We'll just put a note on the door. Right. And a lot of people, when you call them, they have levelers. Okay. When the pool gets to a certain point, mm. it fills it back up. So sometimes we run into that also. And they'll they'll tell you, yeah, I've got a I've got a leveler on the pool, and that's automatic. So whenever yes. it drops below a certain point, yes. it automatically it's knows. Just like the float in your toilet, right? Wow. Exactly. Are there mechanisms in place? Um, kind of thinking of our rain sensor, are there um things devices you can put on that so that the pool doesn't fill up, or you want it to fill up, so you're going to pay? For well, it? you have like a lot of apartment complexes. Um, oh, okay. Rental companies, okay. That, like the HOA. Got over it. That over that thing so basically what it is once it goes to a certain level they mm -hmm. kick it on and stop now if it gets hung up you got okay. You okay go out there we've seen pools overflowing oh, matter no. of fact the um fountain in front of the library no it's got one on it's got like a little float like it's in a toilet uh-huh i got i've been out there a bunch of times where trash got in it mm -hmm. and it overflows before right. over. i just go over there and hit the float it's good so what's something common i mean you guys have been in this uh almost three <laughs> over three decades almost two decades what's what's something that you commonly see when it comes to leaks 85 percent at least are toilets, a big number at least 85 percent are toilets at least wow yep and and sometimes even if a flapper's bad and you don't notice it uh it will be bad uh because the fill valve and it'll be at night the fill valve will kick on and off right filling filling it back up and if you ever hear that that's what that is because there's something either the fill valve's bad or the flapper's leaking a small bit and it's just filling it back up when the water level gets to a certain point. So, so that's constant. Yes. 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 What's one of the more extreme cases? Uh, something that you like? I can't. I've seen everything. I can't believe I've seen this. Um, I had a neighbor call me probably about two months ago. Um, they had a leak in between. Looked like it was in between the house and the meter base itself. But it was actually on PWC side. Yeah. I mean, there was a great old big, like a probably an eight foot section of his yard, just looked like a big old bubble. That's whenever he stepped on it, it was like you're on a waterbed. Wow. Yeah. And, and, what, and it was on our side though. The lateral was leaking. 
going wow. to the, going to the meter box. Okay, but it had to be leaking for a while for it to get that big. What do you mean, like a week, a couple of days? I'm thinking longer than that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the time I got up there, it was the size of a water bed, and I mean, you could just step on it and flow. And I was just like, oh my goodness! Wow. I uh, called dispatch for and got somebody out there. And I also had one that was on the customer side. They ran a new line to the house, uh, and when they dug it up. It was sandy soil. The guy said it was like a cavern. It had been licking so long it had washed all the sand away. He yeah. says, and he could not believe what it looked like. He said it looked like a cavern down there. And he was parking his truck there. Right. It was like, yes. uh, yeah. So, so it so happens. When does it get to a point where I guess you need to reach out to a plumber? How do you know that this job may not be a do-it-yourself type of job? Well, we can't tell the customer that. Right, right. We, okay. We can recommend things and, you know, kind of take that upon yourself. Um, a lot of times when we go out, you know, we'll do our little checklist. Um, of course, if the customer's got a shutoff valve on their side, nine times out of ten, we can pretty much find out what's going on by that. Right. We cut it off. It's still showing a leak at our meter. Yeah. It's in the main line going into the house. Right, right, right. Um, of course, you know, if something in the house, that's when it gets really tricky. I mean, we got kind of like a little punch list we go through, try to check, but, I mean, well, you're, we're pretty good about finding them, but I mean, there's certain ones that you're really not going to find unless you hire a professional. You know, wow. go ahead and crawl up under the house, things yeah. like that. Gotcha. I I actually found one one time that was uh, I actually I thought it was a water heater. The water heater was up under the house, and it was on a, and I looked up under there and I saw the water dripping, and it was the it was the water line for the ice maker okay. had sprung a leak and it was dripping through the insulation and dripping down on the ground. And that's what it was all the time. So. You said the water line through the water ice line maker. for the ice, maker. the ice maker. So how'd you root that? How'd you how'd you find out was the source? I actually had to look. I, I opened the door in the crawl space and shined my light, and I saw the water dripping. So it was not far from the door. So right. I walked up and uh, found it. It was a little hole, little pinhole, and it just squirted the water out. You guys are detectives, investigators. Oh. I want to tell you what happened at my house, if you don't mind. Please. Of course, please. My house was built 12 years ago. Show off with your, with your new house. <laughs> it's a preteen. It's a preteen house. This is a good story. Low rent district. Though. Uh, Whatever. But uh, <laughs> my house was built 12 years ago. And when they put my vinyl siding up, they drove a nail through the PEX pipe, which is the water line going to my spigot. Wow. He's on a slab. I'm on a slab. Twelve years later, I started looking because I every once in a while I pull it up and look at my usage. And I was using like 10, 10, 20 gallons an hour. And I was like, something's not right here. So I started looking around and in my in my guest room, I saw that the molding was wet. And what had happened is when they drove that nail through that PEX pot, uh, it sealed around the nail. The nail rusted in two and it started leaking. So that's wow. a lot of things you'll find that is they're sort of aggravating sometimes. And you feel like there were no signs of that earlier? No, no signs. No, no signs. Wow. Tell us about our leak um, detection program, the the calls you all make to the customers who may have leaks. Okay. Me, Gary, and Harry, uh, we run a report each day. Um, it basically tells us if the meter's got 24 hours continuous usage. Um, we run a report, like I said. Um, then we kind of check the usage to see what it is on the daily. 
Um, if it's over a thousand gallons, we actually go out or somebody, one of the guys will try to call and contact the customer. If we can't get you on the phone right now due to COVID, uh, we'll go out and see what's going on. You know, if it's a rental house, it's showing a leak at the meter, we'll go ahead and turn the services off, leave a note. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the next step is a robocall from 300 to 999. 999, yes, sir. They'll get a robocall. Okay. Um, 300 gallons, 900 and nine. Okay. They'll get a robocall. Um, sometimes when we look through when we pull the, you know, all the information from CCMB, um, if the phone number's missing, we'll actually send someone out mm-hmm. regardless. Um, actually, it's not even 300 gallons anymore. We're doing it no, all now. Doing them all I'm now, sorry. yes. I was wrong. Prior to COVID, we used to send um, postcards. Okay. From your people zero to 300 gallons. And why is that beneficial to customers? Well, I mean, of course, you're saving money mm-hmm. and you're not wasting water. I mean, the key, key factor saving money. What kind of feedback do you guys get from uh, from those calls and um, visits? At first, it was kind of uh, people kind of felt like you're invading their privacy a little bit. Mm, okay, but I mean, it's been pretty positive. Though. Good, good. When it first rolled out, we got a little flat, but now it's pretty good stuff. We take leaks seriously around here. <laughs> you said that very seriously. We do. Thank you. I'm in a very serious mood on this beautiful Friday. You yeah. are. <laughs> All right, guys, any other closing tips? Like uh, like you mentioned, Gary, some stuff that you might be doing at your home to check for leaks or to be preventative in that area. Oh, yeah, just walk around. I mean, walk around every day or every week or, mm-hmm. and go to the bathrooms and see if you hear anything. Walk around the house if you see any water. Right. I mean, it's coming it's come from somewhere, guys. Right. I mean, unless it's rained for like a month like it did few days back but right. you you'll see it if it, you usually can see things if they're bad enough sometimes you won't be able to catch it like the situation i was in i had to really do some homework so right uh just sort of check like i said 85 percent of the problems are toilets make sure you keep an eye on those mm. because those flappers will wear out So mentioning the toilets, I want to do a plug for the upcoming virtual uh, power and water conservation expo on Friday, March 26th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Chad and Gary, maybe Harry will be joining us and they're going to talk about leaks and they're going to talk about leaks in toilets. And um, we're going to have a lot of giveaways at that virtual event. And one of the giveaways is uh, one of our most popular giveaways are dye tablets. Um, and they work by, you know, detecting leaks in toilets. Because as you said, you can't always hear it, but you can see it. Well, there's good information on that pamphlet also. Absolutely. So um, please make sure you join us for the uh, 7th Annual Power and Water Conservation Expo. We're going virtual this year. Um, again, that's Friday, March 26th from 11 a.m. to um, 1 p.m. It's over the lunch hour. We're going to have several tables uh, set up and um, a couple of live hits. And Miss Elena Ball, our CEO, is going to MC the event. Um, so it's not just Gary and Chad and, and Harry who are going to be joining us that day, although they would be enough because they're awesome. Um, we'll have several groups joining us um, so you can get a bunch of giveaways and learn some tips and tricks and um, just learn how to save money and you know get that power bill down, that utility bill down. Yeah, that's going to be available on our Facebook page. So depending on when you're listening to this episode, even if it's already past uh, March 26th, it'll still be available. You can just do a search and see how the event, how it went. Uh, Thank you guys for, you know, joining us in the bucket and 
telling us how we can detect leaks. This yeah. is the big bucket. This is a big <laughs> bucket because we're spread out. We're trying this is to not be original, socially. Just just, yeah, you've been, you've been in the original. Yeah, You're absolutely original. Right. That's right. And so, just as a reminder, again, um, fix a leak week starts next week on the fifteenth. But it really should be a year-round mindset. Absolutely. Check your leaks um, year-round. Check for leaks uh, because you want to save money year-round. So if you need additional resources, please visit our website, FAYPWC.com. Uh, tons of conservation tips. There's also a list of local plumbing and HVAC contractors if you need them. So again, like Chad mentioned, we can't tell you what to do, but we can provide you the resources. Right. Also go to our YouTube channel. Uh, we have videos on detecting leaks, finding and detecting leaks, as well as other uh, great resources and information that may be helpful to you as a homeowner a business owner or someone who just wants to conserve uh yo continue to listen to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so if that's apple google spotify wherever please continue to check out pwc connections thank you for checking out this episode uh our television show is continuing to stream live on fire tv ruko and uh other streaming platforms and it's by the same name pwc Connections. so we try to keep the brand consistent Thank you for checking us out. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, Courtney. Thank you, Lamont. We'll see you. Gary, see you guys. See you. Chad, thank you. <laughs>